No, should have done, didn't. Mm. Now but it's not organic, Jared. That's true. It is no longer organic. Have you ever seen that movie? Leap of Faith? Yeah. Yeah, a long time ago. Like with Meatloaf, Deborah Oh, that's Winger. right. It does have Meatloaf. Yeah, it's like yeah. Meatloaf, Deborah Winger, Steve Martin. Who's the who's the uh, like the love interest for Deborah Winger? I thought Steve Martin was the love interest for Deborah. Well, Winger. ends up with right, but doesn't isn't there like a, a a good guy who's trying to expose him? Oh man, it has been years since I've seen this movie. That uh, let's get the. I you know I really think that, I mean, what is it? Just that Steve Martin now has uh, has totally. Uh, like cast off the shackles of comedy or acting in general and is solely devoted to banjo. He did a master class on comedy. Yeah. But beyond that, well, I haven't seen him in a movie in forever. No, but he makes the occasional like um, appearance on TV. Oh, it's Liam Neeson. Liam Neeson. Oh, that's right. Um, Yeah, it's Steve Martin, Deborah Winger, Lolia Davidovich and Liam Neeson and Meatloaf and Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. And man, I just just remember really liking this movie, but it's such a weird, it's this unusual combination of like, like drama and comedy. Like it. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's, It's a, it's an odd bird. Well, it's in that span of time that he made these odd films like, uh, well, okay, so let's, you know what? Welcome to What the Fork. I'm Jared. He's I'm Jason. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> what Jared the Fork Pod. for me today. <laughs> what the Fork Pod at everything, blah, 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 blah. Now now we're going to talk Steve Martin filmography for a uh, sec here. So. Now keep in mind, Fork Buddies, that this all came about because the episode we're talking about is called Leap to Faith. Right. Which right. is a reference to Kierkegaard. Um, but we started talking about the Steve Martin movie leap of faith off mic and yes yeah because uh unfortunately was it like 93 I, I think uh 93 sounds right yeah hang on i'm looking up the because there's this period of time that um that he made a few just kind of off the wall i mean not off the wall but just like off the radar movies right under the radar that's what i'm thinking of. yeah under well, the radar movies so let's talk about the 90s for specifically well I, we'll say okay well let's say let's just talk the 90s let's yeah. let's let's talk let's talk what steve martin did beginning with 1990 with my blue heaven that's <laughs> that movie is so i love that movie yeah yeah i i really like i know no one Probably me and you. Or- Who was I talking to about? There was somebody else I was talking to about that recently. I it might have been Amy Young. Really? It might have been. There was yeah. somebody that I was talking to about My Blue Heaven recently. It, maybe it wasn't Amy Young, but it was somebody. Mm. And it was, but it was somebody. Obviously, I was not talking to nobody, but it was um, favorably. And yeah. Because he's like kind of a wild and crazy guy, sort kinda. of riffing off of that. Like, yeah, yo, I'm 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 moving to the suburbs, Steve Martin. Yeah, and I, Rick Moranis, he's my. I went Andrew Dice Clay for some reason. <laughs> hey, but then in 1991, he did the following three films: L.A. Story, Father of the Bride, and Grand Canyon. Okay. 
That's a good year for him. That is I a, mean, well, Father the well, no, Father Bright's good. The first one is 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 not bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then with part two, you get mother and daughter are pregnant together. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was just well. Part two is part two has a lot of problems. Eugene yes. Levy's like riffing uh, racial stereotyping. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> But you have L.A. Story is still one of my favorite films of all time. I oh, think yeah. that that is probably and and I know that it's it's what the Tempest, right? It's it's Steve Martin's take on the Tempest. Um, Those are some deep claws, my man. Susu, <laughs> that's not. She just hasn't been getting any attention all day. Oh, and she knows you pet her. Well, so. that's that's not the way to do it, little buddy. <laughs> I don't know. She falls right in line with the. Uh, I'm not. No, I'm. <laughs> I'm not gonna. Never mind. Uh, I would get so much hate mail. Forget it. <laughs> that would be a generalization that is both unfair and only based on my current circumstances. <laughs> so, um, and also, never mind. I, I retract everything, just like Susu's claws. <laughs> is, this, is this the episode that you edit something? <laughs> uh, no, no, I don't think so. I have a strict no edit policy. <laughs> That's not true either. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I think that it's just it's a fantastic uh, script from top to bottom and mm-hmm. all those cameos in there. You kind of have the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to revisit that one again. I like, love- again, a great cameo yeah. from Patrick Stewart. Mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart, little Patrick Stewart makes everything better. Oh. Uh, Father of the Bride, like I said, it was okay. Grand Canyon, I haven't seen in a long time, but I remember enjoying that movie. It's Lawrence Kasdan, right? Yeah. 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 He oh. of the big chill. Yes. And French kiss and et cetera. Uh, et cetera. There's a lot of et cetera for Lawrence Kasdan. Silver he has Ra- like, Silverado though. Right. He has a few gems. Oh my gosh. In, in a, a career of, eh? well, I mean, for someone like me, who's not particularly into Westerns. Sure. I love that. And why movie. not? Yeah. Well, um, I don't think I like the John Wayne ones. I think There's, it's particularly okay. the John Wayne. Type. I like the grittier stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I, I mean, I like, um, I like a good Clint Eastwood West, western. Mm-hmm. Um, I like, uh, you know, uh, a good like. Uh, uh, what am I thinking of? Like a, a, a Coen Brothers western is oh, great yeah. anytime, but. Um, Oh, what was I? Th- oh. I like the Quick and the Dead. Quick and the Dead is oh, Unforgiven. Yeah, yeah. Again, well, a good Clint Eastwood western. I'm saying. And Quick and the Dead. I mean, that might as well be Gene a Coen Hackman. Brothers. That yeah. might as well be a Coen Brothers because it's Sam Raimi in it. Well, well that was the- Gene Hackman in both of those, wasn't it? Yeah, Quick and the Dead and Unforgiven. Gene Hackman, another person who makes <laughs> every movie just a little bit better. Yeah. And I think that was the origination of the shot through the bullet hole in the head oh yeah shot. it's been copied a number of times yeah that so was that sam was raimi's such a genius when it comes to that um okay so continuing on we had uh oh well he has a cameo in the and the band playing on oh yeah but then it was a quiet couple of years for him 1994 we got the mixed bag of a simple twist of fate and mixed nuts <laughs> I have not seen Mixed Nuts. Um, is it Mixed Nuts with... Uh, a friend and Adam Sandler. Oh, yeah. Sandler makes an appearance. 
That's right. Rob Reiner. Madeline Kahn. Mm-hmm. Rob Reiner's in that movie. Rob Reiner, yeah. Juliette Lewis is in it. Say the nineties weren't very friendly to Rob Reiner either. He had a few good men. Yeah, that's about it. But then he also had North. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he meant well. Um <laughs> <laughs> yes okay and then uh so then we had father of the bride part two uh which uh, definitely has problems mm-hmm. and then um although i've recently heard matt myra uh, talking it up on matt and dory's excellent adventure because of the <laughs> mother and daughter are pregnant to ghana um and sergeant bilko which that one's all right. I, it's um, okay that one gets um i was working at the movie theater and I saw it a few times. It has some parts in it that I, I enjoy. Again, it's kind of hard, you know, when you, it's, it's, yeah. I mean, I, I like it. Yeah. I liked it more, I think, when it came out um, mm. and got some kicks out of that then. But it was already, you know, Steve Martin was already kind of past playing that kind of character, it felt mm-hmm. like. Um, Spanish Prisoner. Oh, man. Which I think is one of the most underrated films ever i mean i think it's well rated by people who've seen it but i don't think enough people have seen it as far as mammoth movies go it's yeah probably top two uh yeah like because you have to discount um you have to exclude glengarry Glen ross because he didn't direct it right um but um is it house of games house of games with ricky Jay. love that movie so yeah good um also, Homicide is really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With Joe Mantegna. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. And Spartan is really good, too. Yeah. That's the Val Kilmer and Kristen Bell's in that. Bringing it back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, anyway, then he did He did some forgettable. He was apparently in The Prince of Egypt. Oh. He was Hotep. Um, and then he did the terrible remake of The Out-of-Towners. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Cleese being the highlight, right? He also did Bowfinger, though, which I think we've talked about. I Have love Bowfinger. About, oh, dude! Um, Bowfinger, I think that more people have come around to. I, that's a film mm. that that I don't think got a lot of love when it came out, but then I I really liked it quite a bit. I, it's funny that. Um, have you ever seen the Disaster Artist? Uh, the uh, James Franco. You know what? I still haven't seen that yet. I, I put off seeing. Here's why I put off seeing it. I put yeah. off seeing it because I hadn't seen uh, the room yet. Okay. So I didn't. I didn't see it. And then now I have seen the room, and mm-hmm. I still haven't seen the disaster artist. So, um, the disaster artist, I think, borrows very liberally from, from Bowfinger. That's the kind of filmmaker, right? I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I buy that. All right. What are we going to talk about today? The Good Place. Mm-hmm. The Good Place. Oh, um, I finished Frasier. Oh, yeah? Yeah. What happens in the last episode? Oh, he's on the plane, right? Yep, he's on the plane. Um, Eddie has a birthday mm-hmm. and shares it with um, the Niles and Daphne's baby. And That's the, right. Um, the marriage of... Um, Marion and the babysitter. Oh um, yeah, and um, that oh, who was on Just Shoot Me? Yep, yeah, Malik. Yeah, 
and he realizes he wants to go, wants to have an adventure again. Mm -hmm. And he says he's going to go to San Francisco, but the whole time he's going to Chicago. For Laura Linney, right? For Laura Linney. That's right. And who wouldn't? I know. (laughs) Um, I pretty much bawled for a stray hour. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And Jason Biggs makes an appearance. Your boy, Jason Biggs, he's the... Um, okay, first of all, how does he become my boy? I don't know. <laughs> we talked... You brought it up one time when we talked about Orange is the New Black. Is it just because of the curly hair? I, I, I Yeah, I don't know. I'm not I, I'm not a Jason Biggs fan. I don't even like American Pie. I don't think anyone is a Jason Biggs fan. I just... He did a terrible Woody Allen. Oh, and uh, anything else movie? Yeah. Yeah, which um, which is definitely low on my uh, my list of Woody Allen films as far as opinions yeah. go. Well, that's like during his early uh, DreamWorks years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when he put out Curse of the Jade Scorpion and anything else and uh, Small Time Crooks. Small Time, which uh, was alright. I actually like Small Time Crooks that mostly. One was all right. I think probably because of Tracy Ullman. Mm-hmm. And she carries anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Anyway, what are we talking about now? The good place. Yeah. Yes. That's, like we got this again. That's the good segue. Let's see what you did there. Uh, do we want to actually properly say at what the fork pod on all the socials, mm-hmm. Hoot and Waddle on Facebook? Uh, at Jason E. Kyle on Twitter. On limited undersc- LTD underscore engagement. That's right. For Mr. Duran. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Follow Who and Wild so you can get your official What the Fork button. Oh, that's right. Th- those will be those will be online soon. I think that, I mean, they're really cool looking, all of our podcast buttons, and mm-hmm. I think that those are going to go at AWP, so we might have to do a restock. But once we get through AWP, I'll put them online. Okay. Um. But. I, I brought I brought a shiny one home last night, and gotta tell you, <laughs> I got some looks from the ladies. Oh yeah, yep. And I was like, yeah, I, I well, the lady being my wife, <laughs> I, I, I could probably go ahead and get you one, for, hook you up with one for your wife. Oh, I'm sure she, <laughs> she's the original fork buddy. Yeah. <laughs> um, now, uh, or if you're a patron, patron, whatever, you get a set of buttons. So. Um, There's that incentive for you. So I had another interview today, too. Mm. Um, sort of like an interview. It's more like a getting to know you for a temp agency. Oh, yeah. And uh, Oh, and even just since yesterday, which will be an entire week from the one that posts that we did yesterday, you have an interview now. Yeah, I, so. have, I have an interview for a real job. I, have a, I had an interview sort of for a temp job. And... Um, at the temp job on my on my resume, I do happen to mention that I co-host a podcast. Ah, yes. Um, because that's a skill now. <laughs> yes. So called what the forkin. She was impressed, and the lady was impressed. Nice. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. Oh, the good place. I'm like going. Yep. Yep. Me and my buddy, we riff on the good place. That's right. Yeah. And often on things that are completely not the good place. <laughs> I didn't mention that. I just thought let's just. I would imagine that at this point, if people didn't enjoy us going off topic, then we our 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 listenership wouldn't be that great. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Lucky I think for we us. just we just continue to be us, and if people don't like us, they'll have to let us know. Yeah. So, um, 
bring it back home. Are we doing like a little leap to faith? A leap to faith. Yeah. We are going to do that. Yep. As we left on a cliffhanger. And we're going to enter on this as soon as I go ahead and get it put through. So did you take a lot of notes on this one? You know what? Okay. So here's the thing about that. The Thomas Edison of Ooh. incompetence. Sorry for the pop, guys. That dick. <laughs> no. But against all odds, it seems you've pulled it off. I did not take a ton of notes on this. Yeah. But I, I may, I don't, I think I mentioned off mic that when I watched the episode that we actually talked about, yeah. uh, I just kept watching straight through to this because it's, uh, it's a very pivotal episode and it leaves mm. you hanging. Um, and I remember hanging. No, did I? Actually, I think I caught both of the first two seasons on on Netflix and started watching live with season three. So um, I didn't have to hang at all. But um, the 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 way that it leaves with uh, with our rival podcast host hanging there. Yeah. Um, I just I just kept watching straight through. I see you, sir. And I'm going to tell you. You're on, you're on notice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I always took his notes about how oh, he didn't take notes. <laughs> I mean, because again, it's it's such a. Um, you were mentioning off mic that it's 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 very plot heavy, and but like you have to be watching everything. Everything right. is super important, and you have to be watching for all the clues that Michael's laying down, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, yeah. So, um, was this? Like the season two, like mid finale, like the break, the break. Probably this is about halfway through the season. Because We've got this, four episodes left after this for season two. Because it feels like this is. I mean, obviously, as we get to the end, we'll realize that the lot of dangling threads, right, get tied. Um. Yes. So let's see what the break was here. We can find the episode. Let's see. Air dates. Good place. Season two. Because that's kind of what I was thinking was that it was. Um, it makes sense for that to be the case. Yeah. Have you um? So while you're um. While you're looking that up, mm-hmm. um, just so you know, this this podcast is sponsored by um, Warm Hugs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there was okay. There Derek. There was a break between Derek and Leap to Faith here. Um, it was basically the winter break. So, so this is the winter break. Yeah, this was the episode that came back on January fourth after they'd been on on a holiday hiatus from November second. Okay. So people had to wait months for this resolution. Okay, which makes sense. It was a good cliffhanger. Yeah. It was a cliffhanger episode. So. Bum, bum, bum. Exactly. Yeah. That noise. Off. What you've done here is truly amazing. Really? Yes. These reports are remarkable. Your humans are experiencing emotional torture at the same level of physical torture created by our squiggliest eyeball corkscrews. I'm <laughs> jubilant. As a result of our success, I'm getting a seat on the High Council. We will greatly expand our neighborhood idea, and you will oversee the entire project. You are being promoted. Your senior staff pin. Congratulations. <laughs> I want one of those this pins, This is everything you've ever wanted. I think they sell this them. This is everything yeah, I've ever wanted. Yeah, like the Good Place store oh. or whatever. Mm-hmm. This is everything I've ever wanted. Oh, wow. You're really happy? Can't you tell? 
I'm basically squealing like a birthday girl. <laughs> well, he gets to be Captain Holt there. Yeah, that's how I was thinking. It's like he is, he yeah, is he definitely doing be... his Captain Holt from nine nine. Yep, yep, yep. Same thing again. We will discuss in the nice place. Yes. <laughs> I'm trying to skip it. Oh, for crying out loud! You guys get to hear this again. Chapter 22. At some point, we should finish discussing yesterday's event. Do you mean us almost getting married and then finding out I was married to Janet? And then Janet making a boyfriend to forget me and then Janet getting rid of that boyfriend? Or do you mean when we saw that cool cloud? The first bit. Perhaps. <laughs> so that's our recap. Hell of a recap. Because yesterday, at the time this aired, was three months ago. So that was that was the recap. And I love Eleanor's look of, well, he's, that was very specific. Yeah. Later, after Michael briefs us on how we're going to be fake tortured today, we can just sit down and have a chat. Yes. Good idea. Yo, Chidi. Yeah. You want to hear about a cool cloud I saw? <laughs> Come in. I'd like to start by saying something I've wanted to say for a very long time. Surprise, <laughs> idiots! You're all in the bad place! <laughs> <laughs> That's right, nerds! Everything around you, all you can see, is an elaborate system of torture designed just for you. Sorry, we're in the bad place? Why are you revealing this? Now. Well, it was an experiment, <laughs> and it worked, so my boss is promoting me. Sorry, I should have introduced you. This is my boss, Sean. Hello, imbeciles. <laughs> we need to study everything that happened here. There was a first version that collapsed, but the second has been a huge success. We'll be shutting this place down. The four of you will be brought to the real bad place, where your brains will be removed, studied, and batted about a stadium like beach balls. Your arms <laughs> will be peeled like bananas. That part's just for fun. <laughs> right. And then you will be, you know, tortured for... Ever. Michael, is this all true? Yes, Eleanor, it, it is. You're such a rube. <laughs> Thinking you could become a better person. You got cheaty to teach you stupid philosophy? <laughs> like those old farts were going to provide guidance? Oh, Kierkegaard is so great. Have you read Fear and Trembling? Well, I don't know. Have you read Boring and Stupid? Because that's what you are. Nice. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay michael's first clue yeah kierkegaard fear and trembling mm-hmm. um which by the way uh i think would be a great album title fear and trembling fear and trembling i think it probably is an album title already oh that sounds familiar who would be mm. who would be the artist behind such a masterpiece let's see I think that the artist, be, the actual artist behind it, for some reason, I want to say is Erlemart. Um Let's see, Fear and Trembling. <laughs> you know who wouldn't be doing an album called Fear and Trembling? Hmm. Paula Mud. <laughs> oh boy. Oh man. When we get to that, wow. I have some things to say about that. Oh man. I'm pretty sure they were like, oh. We got to check. We haven't seen one of these in a long time. Uh, okay, so there's a band called Low Teens. I've never heard of them, but they they put out an album called Fear and Trembling. Uh, there's also, it's apparently a, a fairly um, popular 
<laughs> fairly popular uh, album title, Glasswork, which I've never heard of. Also put one out called Fear and Trembling. Uh, I feel like these will all be local bands from somewhere. From, from somewhere, somewhere, yeah, probably. <laughs> they're wherever they're from. They're local. Like low oh, teens man, I think from my Kansas City just started kicking in. Ugh. Uh, they're right. the ones. They're the ones from Kansas City who listen. <laughs> Actually, no, I know who is from Kansas City. It's my dad. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that that throws and low teens. <laughs> um, that uh, th- see, I wanted it to. Never mind. I'm sorry, dude. I want to hear from, but but I don't know anybody in Sacramento. Do you? No. Okay, let's hear from our fork buddies in Sacramento. I know. Los Angeles. Let's hear from our fork buddies in L.A. Let's hear from L.A. Fork buddies. L.A. New York. Yeah. Hollywood. <laughs> Sunset Strip. Yep, it's a hard rock and roll. That's where I was going. From you Cleveland. were picking, <laughs> picking up what I'm putting down. <laughs> hard rock and roll is still beaten. <laughs> See, that's why this works. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. How long oh, will it? That, the reason I paused this though was because now, am I wrong or is there is like the worst acting of the entire series to date them trying to pretend that they're shocked that it's the bad place? Yeah, well, I think they're like, is he is he effing with them or is he yeah not, is he forking they're trying with to them figure out as they go? Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but Sean doesn't seem to, he seems to be completely oblivious to it because he just thinks humans are stupid. Yeah. I'm just like, well, for one, Ted Danson is like, or Michael is totally not convincing. Not at all. Like, yeah. like how is Sean even buying this? Cause he's gone, he's done this before. I don't know, but I would say he's got the three piece set hook, line and sinker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hard rock and roll. <laughs> Better part of a day, I guess. In the meantime, why don't we have a farewell party here tonight? You know, just to thank the crew for all the hard work. We could jam to some tunes, you know, destroy the place, play beer pong with Jason's testicles. <laughs> what do you say, boss? Sure. By the way, I know what you're thinking. Maybe Janet can help. You're wrong. Janet? <laughs> Hi, little cuties. <laughs> I love you guys. I love so, drunk Janet. I'm afraid, Jason, because I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. Janet, what's wrong? Oh, where's my phone? We put a restraining bracelet on her, <laughs> disrupting her powers. It's made of magnets. 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 <laughs> magnets are supposed to make me feel drunk. Guess what? I'm in line. <laughs> I can't believe Michael betrayed us again. Why is it always the ones you most expect? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, Jason. Why is it always the ones you most expect? It's so good. But I've seen this coming. No one can ever truly turn over a new leaf. Sure, Ben Affleck told me he'd matured as an artist after he directed Argo, but then, right on schedule, it was, guess what, Tahani? I'm going to be Batman. <laughs> no. only one option. Sean clearly... Tahani speaks for America. I think so. Yeah. Yes. Although, I mean, I don't know. His Netflix series looks interesting. He has a Netflix series? Yeah. What's it called? With uh, Jason Isaacs. It's called something. I don't know. I, I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. 
Yeah. We, if we back up to the main Netflix page, I'm sure it'll play a preview. Well, it's not. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to do Let's that. Let's know ways. But yeah, I still have not seen Batman v Superman. Um, I'm sure we've had this discussion before, but just don't waste your time. I have no intention of doing so. No. I'm mildly None. interested in Shazam. Shazam looks kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and. Still haven't seen Aquaman yet, but apparently that one's good. Hmm. It's got Willem Dafoe in it. Uh yeah. I'm you know what when it shows up on some service, I'll I'll check it out. Yeah. Some sort of streaming or other, but as of right now, I'm not interested. Yeah, I was I really was on Affleck's side. Have you seen Captain Marvel yet? No, I'm gonna go hopefully see it tomorrow. Okay. So we won't talk about yeah. that yet. But but um did you like Argo? I still haven't seen Argo. Oh, Argo's really good. Yeah? Yeah. All right. I mean, it's it pretty... The end's pretty, like, unbelievable. But, I mean, it's a solid movie. Um, plus, I mean, Ben Affleck wrote Goodwill Hunting, man. Co-wrote. 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 With, with Matt Damon and mm-hmm. William Goldman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Yes. You know, uh but yeah, I think she speaks for all of us. Ben Affleck kind of let us all down. Yeah, I mean, it's like, did you ever see Voyage of the Mimi? No. Okay. So when I was in sixth grade, we had to watch this this thing in science class called Voyage of the Mimi. And it was this terrible, terrible show. Awful show. Terrible acting by this kid in it. This kid was Ben Affleck. <laughs> But, like, so the whole reason we had to watch it was because it was supposed to be, like, an educational show as far as, like, these, like, I don't know, oceanographers were out on the sea or something. I don't know why they just didn't let us watch Sequest, but... um, Right. (laughs) um, Oh, that show. That show was good. I liked Sequest. I love that show. Roy Scheider? Yeah. So, um, see, I was trying to think, like, Ballrass is probably the first thing I saw Affleck in. Mm. And I think... um, he pulls Chasing off, Amy, he was good in. Yeah, well, he pulls off the asshole well in Mallrats. He's really good in Chasing Amy. Really good in Chasing Amy, and I like Affleck and and Damon in uh, Dogma too. Yeah, so. like they're, I don't know, they're both kind of, I guess, on watch, like with society right now. But Damon's always been the one I always liked more. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, I do enjoy the. Um, I do enjoy their little riff and Jay and Silent Bob strike yes. back. Where, yeah. You gotta do the safe picture, <laughs> and then you gotta do the artsy picture, mm-hmm. and then you gotta do the picture that because your friend says you owe him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Ugh. He doesn't know that Michael has rebooted this neighborhood eight hundred times. I say we trade that information for some kind of reduced sentence. Chitty, they're monsters. Who's to say they won't agree to a deal, hear what we have to say, and then turn around and install us into their horrible human zoo? There's no other option. There's no way for a human to get that brace. Off of Janet. If there were, we could get her to call us a train to Mindy St. Clair's house. We know for a fact that the people from the bad place can't follow us there, and I vote for that. I vote we... No, sorry, <laughs> and no offence, Jason, but the stakes here are too high to let someone with your limited intellectual processing capacity weigh in. That's I just rude. I was... Okay, well, that's two votes for my plan. Right. I was kind of upset because there's been a couple of times where Jason has come through. Oh, yeah. And yeah, for sure. 
for Tahani to be kind of mean like that. I mean, that it starts just, off a really good joke, but I mean, the day before they were going to get married. Yeah, yes. you, you were about to marry that man, Tahani. Oh. Trade information on Michael or try to escape to the medium place. Neither. I vote we ignore everything Michael just said and blindly assume he's still on our side. <laughs> Who's with me? <laughs> Sorry. But when of course, we started, echoing. You're the one who told us that Michael wasn't yes. trustworthy. Now you want us to trust him. Yes, for one very specific and rock solid reason. What's his name? <laughs> who? The dude, the super depressing religious guy, <laughs> the, the real buzzkill, whose name I can never remember. Keebler's. Car. <laughs> Kira. Cedric? Oh, I love her. Dear friend of mine. Not important right now. <laughs> Kierkegaard? Yes! Kierkegaard! When Michael was mocking us about trying to become better people, whose name did he use, huh? Kierkegaard. I think he was sending us a message to take a leap of faith, because that was Kierkegaard's thing, right? Yes, although it's probably better translated as a leap into faith. It's so hard to be your friend. Yeah. <laughs> Michael was telling us to trust him. Right. Uh-huh. Okay. So we might as well at this point discuss the oh. leap into faith. Oh, did you uh, did you do your Kierkegaard research? Oh yes, yes, my deep deep research. Oh man, dude. I I read I read Fear and Trembling cover to cover, annotated it. Yeah. Um, you know, took deep deep notes. Did you discuss with some scholars over at Arizona State? Uh, yes, quite. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay. I am now considered to be the state's leading expert on all things Kierkegaard. Oh. Or well. Kira Sedgwick. <laughs> <laughs> well, please, right. continue. So, all things Huey um, Lewis and Kierkegaard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, but, you know, my research, my deep research w- was uh, done on Wikipedia, Um you know the it's it's a it's a dot org, so you know that it's trustworthy. Yeah. So was Ask Jeeves down? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I tried this. Um, I I I tried, I tried Bing, but it was it was the wrong Bing. It was the one that says, "Could this be any more Kierkegaard?" <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, also, not sorry. <laughs> but yes, okay. So, uh, Wikipedia, as I was saying, uh, the a leap of faith in its most commonly used meaning is the act of believing in or accepting something outside the boundaries of reason, as we all know, mm-hmm. as we I assume we all know. The phrase is commonly attributed to Soren Kierkegaard. However, he never used the term as he referred to a qualitative leap, which is also not what Chidi says. Mm. A leap of faith, according to Kierkegaard, involves circularity insofar as the leap is made by faith. In his book, Concluding Unscientific Postscript, he describes the core part of the leap of faith, the leap, etc., etc., etc. Let's see. Let's get to where, I wonder if specifically where they talk about fear and trembling. So is this the mm. second time in two weeks that we were calling bullshit on Chidi? Uh, maybe a little bit, a little bit. I'm wondering how much Wikipedia was involved in the writer's research. <laughs> well, I mean, I think everyone on the writing staff would tell you that it's the topics and books discussed mm-hmm. are kind of molded to fit the plot. Well, of course, right. of course, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Well, and uh, as you can do with philosophy, right? Because mm-hmm. philosophy is, you know, is is a study mm-hmm. of ideas, and ideas are meant to be interpreted and discussed and debated, etc. Um, you know, all of the uh, the you know having a discourse on things, mm-hmm. if you will, um, <laughs> <laughs> or but, to fill in the plot holes of a, right. a NBC drama comedy. Dramedy, comedy, comma. Because it's more comedy than drama, right? Yeah. Oh yes. So I, that doesn't qualify as the dramedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it it's counts hilarious. as a comma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a long talk with him the other night about the whole Derek incident. Dude was shook. Talking about ethics and all spiraling about human stuff. I think he's on our side. Or maybe he's a supernatural demon designed to torture people who just got offered his dream job and has flipped on us like a ten-stone griddle chip. <laughs> it's a large pancake. Come on, people. You can get these from context. <laughs> Look, can you? Michael jump back to the dark side, but I don't think so. I think he's going to help us escape. I know it sounds crazy, but if it weren't crazy, they wouldn't call it a leap of faith. They would call it a sit of doubting. <laughs> I never thought I'd be the one to say that. that. Uh-huh. But this is getting sit of doubting. End. Yes, that's going to be the title of Squeeze's next album. Sit of doubting. <laughs> sit of doubting. <laughs> sure, sure. I, I was going to say it's it's my modus operandi most of the time. <laughs> I do a good sit of doubt. <laughs> <laughs> I think we got to go to the cops. What cops? <laughs> Where do you think we are? <laughs> Before tonight's party, I'd love to talk more about your strategy for torturing Tahani. His look at the world. I'm impressed you were able to make her fall in love with Jason. She must be miserable. Yeah. <laughs> Humans make a lot of mistakes when they're horny. <laughs> truth, man. It is true. Uh, boss, give me a second here. What the here, dude? Vicky. My hard work paid off for you, and now you're just taking all the credit. Vicky, Vicky, this can... What the here, dude? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I... I thought that was clever. What the here? What? Because, they, you know, they're it's in the bad the, place. It's the only... Oh, yeah. No. It's what probably the, the only clever... My... I have such a disdain for Vicky that... Even when she says something clever like that. Which is why this is a good Vicky episode. <laughs> yes. Which we'll get Work to. Work out great for both of us if we play our cards right. Sean thinks that this is attempt number two, right? Now, if I tell him that you've been in charge of this version, he's eventually going to find out that there have been hundreds of failed versions. Oh, right. And if that happens, <laughs> we're all going down. So, spread the word. No one talks about the reboots. Fine. But you better make this right. Mama want promotion. You heard? Uh, <laughs> of course, um, that, would such be a Vicky. A, that would be a reference to um, Purge Happily. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Purge, you heard. <laughs> Hello, you dummies. <laughs> this neighborhood was a labor of hate for many people here. So I thought that we should celebrate with an art form that we literally invented here in the bad place. <laughs> the comedy roast. 
Oh, okay. I want to see what this says. Yeah, that's ours. It was a labor of hate for many people here. So I thought that we should celebrate with an art form that we literally invented here in the bad place. The con Okay, well... Damn it. All right, so it's not... Move, cursor. Hang on. Well, you still won't be able to see the bottom. Hang on, let me do the thing where I make it full screen. It still cuts off the bottom. It's erosion... Erisiones infidelium convivia something. Okay. So you're getting on the translate? Oh, yeah. In fact, I'm just going to ask the Google what... uh, Does that sound like Latin? Latin, they say, is a dead language. (laughs) (laughs) I saved Latin for her. What did you do? (laughs) Let's see. Erisiones... Uh, infidelium. So while you're um, looking that up, I have been listening to the Under Majesty's Secret Service commentary uh, for James Bonding. Oh yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, um, they fall into our trap, the trap of watching and not com and not commentarying a lot. They do, yeah, but at least they had the sound up that time. Yeah. Well, I mean, they did. In the one that I listened to, I think Matt Doctor Iris said, no, uh, in, in Honor Majesty's Secret Service, okay. apparently, I guess Matt reposted, Matt Myra reposted it um, oh, okay. with the, uh, there was another version that had the sound down on. That's the one I'm listening to, is the okay. one with the sound down. I, I download it automatically because I'm subscribed to it, and oh. the version I listened to had the sound up. So, so Well, it could be because you're, you know. You Stitcher Premium? Stitcher Premium. Premium, dude. <laughs> um, all right. So, promo code Forkbase. Uh, uh, all right. It says Google Translate gives me something like he would ridicule of unbelievers are terrible. Um, that sounds right. Let's see. Oh, so, so this I'm I'm down Reddit here. Um, it says that it's, this person's uh, guess is that it was dog Latin for roast of the damned. That, that makes right. sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Um, let's see. Yeah. All right. I think that makes sense. We'll go with that. Thanks, Reddit. Mm-hmm. Let me roast. I see Jason Mendoza's here. Jason might not be the smartest guy in the world, but he is the dumbest guy in the world. It's oh, it's Jason, terrible. Buddy. Yeah. All you had to do was to keep quiet, but you couldn't stop talking about Kendall Jenner or that dumb quarterback. What was his name? Derek Bortles. Always ranting about Derek Bortles. Lucky for you, my friend, Jaguars games are the only ones televised in the bad place because they suck! (laughs) (laughs) No, they don't. All we need is a defense and an offense and some rule changes. (laughs) He just has to put on a show for the other demons. All right, so in general, are you a fan of the roast form? No. Okay. Um, I, I don't... 
generally watch it. Every once in a while, there will be somebody where I'm like, I might watch that roast, and then I just don't do it because... Well, it's because it never... I'm pretty sure it's changed since then. And, I mean, let's face it, Jeffrey Ross is probably the one who's actually kind of good at. Yeah. He's, you know, because he does it so often. Right. But at least in, like, the ones I've seen... Like, I like the Dean Martin ones. The old ones, The old ones. But... The new ones, they never end up roasting the person who they're supposed to roast anyway. Right. They're roasting other people on the panel. Yeah. And, like, yeah. Or whoever is popular at the time. And it's always some. I'm going to sound prudish again, but it's always like some disgusting thing about the person, like about their genitalia or something. It's yeah. Always, it's it always the cheap joke. Humor. Yeah, it's it's always the cheap joke. I, I don't know. I I'm not I'm not a huge fan of insult comedy, generally speaking. So, I I just I think it's the it's the mm-hmm. easy way out of comedy. Unless but, you're Don Rickles. Yeah. Don't even. That's right. Tahani Al Jamil, elegance, grace, sophistication, but enough about your sister. <laughs> oh. You know. What the worst moment of Tahani's life was? When the last song played at one of her parties and she would run off and cry because she still hadn't won her parents' approval. (laughs) You know, the other worst moment of Tahani's life, every other moment of her empty, pointless life. (laughs) I see Eleanor Shellstrop is here. Eleanor and I have a lot in common. Now here's how you can tell us apart. One of us is a manipulative demon who's an expert at making other people miserable. And then the other one is me. (laughs) You thought you deserved a medium place like Mindy St. Clair? Are you kidding me? You're bad, Eleanor. This is exactly the place you should be. That's super funny for a roast there, bud. Oh, sorry, you want a joke? Okay, you love Cheaty and Cheaty doesn't love you back. Uh-huh. Now that's funny because it's very cruel and humiliating. City, you're one of my closest. Friends. Not now, dude. Speaking of cheating, <laughs> that's terrible. No, cheaty, dude. Yeah, that's that's nobody wants to hear that ever in that circumstance. You know, I have to say that this is actually torture for me too because nothing is worse than having to explain the joke. Uh-huh. The bad joke mm-hmm. after you've told the bad joke. It's funny because if you have to if you have to start anything with funny, it's mm-hmm. funny because it's not funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you lost it. The only person who kind of does that well is Conan during some monologues. Well, and he's oh well because he does like the whole thing with the tear rolling down his cheek, and then yeah. he eats the tear. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. do the look. I'm pulling the string dance. The string dance. Yep. Well, and uh, uh, the old uh, when there's there's no laughter, and then you know, then there's the little titters of laughter, and the mm-hmm. and he's like, no, 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 don't, don't no pity applause, <laughs> yeah, um, uh, but yeah, I, mm-hmm. I I I always loved Conan's monologues. This whole thing about about um, you know, remarking on the. You know, the way that a joke would be like, slow applause. Yeah, that was pretty good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Uh, Yes. Conan did it well. Is something no one has ever said because no one talks about Cheaty, because no one likes Cheaty, because he's so annoying about ethics. (laughs) Now, when you taught the trolley problem, did you secretly wish that it could be you who wound up under the trolley? 
Because all your students did. <laughs> oh, cheating. Sorry, I got a joke for you, bud. Uh, knock, knock. Who's there? You died alone because you couldn't commit to anyone. Oh. oh. You died alone because you couldn't commit to anyone. Who? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's all my time. Let's tear this mother to the ground! <laughs> So maybe I was wrong, and Michael isn't on our side. The rampant giraffes—is that significant? That was, so, me by I, <laughs> so I've, I, I thought in my mind just now what the official drink of the bad place would be: alcoholic beverage. <laughs> It'll be four loco. Oh no! <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, and. And probably Milwaukee's best. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Coming up next, Grandma got run over by a reindeer. Idiots. <laughs> We're going streaking. Oh, hey. <laughs> <sighs> For one time, I think someone isn't lying to me and it bites me in the ash. I guess Michael really did flip back to the bad side. Oh, does one thing. That roast was the meanest thing I've ever seen, and I once saw a waiter bring Russell Crowe the wrong team. <laughs> we go to Sean, we tell him that we'll trade secret information about the reboots if he'll go easy on us. And if that doesn't work, we try to get Janet free and head to Mindy's. Agreed? Yeah, Michael sucks now. He pretended to be our friend, he's gonna torture us for eternity, and you know what the worst part is? He doesn't remember the name of my favorite football player. Definitely not the worst part. It is to me. Big <laughs> Bortles is a cool name. Derek Bortles is a dumb name. Mike Bob! Oh. Hey, man. Have you told Sean how hugely important I was yet? <laughs> I will get to it. Promise. Now you just relax, enjoy yourself, rip the cat in half. It's a party, Vicky. <laughs> <laughs> Susu didn't hear that. That was only hey, going through the headphones. What does Michael keep whispering to you? Um, something, something, Vicky, something, something. Uh, can I braid your hair? No, please, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? Yes. Of drunk chicks no, wanting to braid people's hair? I mean, I don't want to speak for drunk chicks. And I, I. Uh, I now have, I got to take back drunk chicks because that's also reductive. Yes, I'm not a huge fan Sorry. of 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 uh, intoxicated ladies. And, well, no, shit faced people in general. Right, just not. Um, and not that I have never been one of those people. I didn't like myself the next day either. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's change drunk chicks to mm-hmm. intoxicated ladies. Sure. Yeah. But in situations such as this. Intoxicated female identifying persons. Yes. There we go. Um, there's a lot of hair braiding going on. Is that right? Yeah. Um, a lot of, oh, no, you're great. No, you're great. You're so awesome. Like Jan, um, Darcy Carton, or Janet, mm-hmm. has it, I think, has it down. Yeah. Yeah, mm. I do. And I would hold her Can I hair. Who wouldn't? Ow! Get your own bracelets, Victoria! She'd probably also say it's not hair. <laughs> okay, you fat dinks. The sun is up and we're about to close it down with one last song. She Hates Me by Puddle of Mud. And 
Grandma got run over by a reindeer <laughs> played at the same time. Honestly, I'm uh, still partial to the old fashioned song. Okay, so do you actually think that that makes it a better song hearing the two of them together? <laughs> no, it doesn't. I can't. I can't help thinking that like Paula Mudd just got like their ten cent check for royalties and like, oh, someone used your song. Let's tour. Here's a state fair that needs us. Can't thank you enough for everything. Sean, wait. No. I have some very interesting information about who's really responsible for this neighborhood. Sean, the humans are escaping. It's Michael. Michael's responsible for this neighborhood and everything that's happening right now. Bye. <laughs> Bad Janet. What's cracking, nut butts? <laughs> another train immediately. Party's over. How did they get Janet's bracelets off? It's literally impossible for a human to do. It's like breathing underwater or driving without texting. <laughs> Sean, I don't want to make any accusations, but I accuse Vicky. She asked me to help her take Janet's bracelets off. Oh, Vicky. You didn't. She definitely did. She's jealous. She's been trying to sabotage me the entire time. What? No, he's lying. Okay, I did try to get the bracelets off, but I couldn't. Listen to yourself. You sound crazy. Normally, I would love hearing a man tell a woman she's crazy, <laughs> but I can't. You aided the humans just to spite Michael. You're not a demon. You're a jerk. Wait, this is <laughs> a traitor. I bet they're still here somehow. This place stretches for a thousand miles. Fine. Bad Janet. What? Scan the neighborhood, please. She looks like the terrible. No sign of any humans, she does. but I actually yeah. did find something for Vicky. What? <laughs> Bad Janet, great stuff as always. <laughs> and as for Vicky. No, wait. Yes. This is a PR disaster. We have to keep it all under wraps. The cocoon. Best Vicky episode ever. Oh, thank <laughs> goodness. Our, our episode nightmare is over. <laughs> Get her on the train. And if anyone else says a single word of what happened here to anyone, you will be in a cocoon just like Vicky, and it is gooey in there. How do we get the humans back from Mindy's? They bought themselves some time, but we'll get them. I'll start the extradition papers. You stay here. I want every trace of this neighborhood erased. <laughs> oh, that was a bad idea. That was so scary so many different times. I hated that. You guys! I was so scared for you! <laughs> You're my friends and I I wanted to save you! It's okay, bud. This is the best summer ever, you guys. <laughs> this is the best summer, summer ever, ever, you guys. guys. <laughs> I, Ted Dancer just has a great reveal face. I know. Like, end of last season, end of first season, whatever, his, his reveal laugh that it's, <laughs> you know, the evil, and I, I apologize, it was a terrible approximation of, of, of Ted Danson's evil reveal laugh for the bad place. But super, like, just... You know the mask changing, and then here, you guys. Yeah, it was just—I was so scared. It was perfect. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Absolutely loved guys. it. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> oh, Michael, we never doubted you for a moment. Thank you, Tahani. You're lying, though, right? So it's it's never really explained how he's able to get them off, and Vicky was not. Well, Vicky's incompetent. There, okay, so there's that. She's a she's no demon. She's a jerk. <laughs> yes, I am. I doubted you very strongly, but then I figured it out. Kierkegaard, baby! Leap of faith. It's better translated as a leap into faith. You remember? <laughs> Can somebody please explain what happened? Hey, Ked. Just be a tiny bit quieter because um, I've been drunk on Hashtag Magnus all messy day bench. and I can literally <laughs> hear okay, every sound in the universe. Basically, Michael sent us a code and we had to crack it. I figured out the first clue. No, you didn't. I did. I was there though. Great <laughs> portals is a cool name. Derek Bortles is a dumb name. Yes, Derek Bortles is indeed a very dumb name. <laughs> it's a clue. There's no way Michael would have forgotten the name Blake Bortles. You say it a million times a day. Because he's the best. No, he's not. And even I know that. Michael was telling us to use Derek, Janet's Derek, for something. There were clues in the roast. Everybody, quietly but quickly, head to the train station. But let's split up so we don't draw attention. <laughs> they're, they're not splitting up. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you guys are the worst conspirators. Okay, what else did, you did catch Michael say the, um, in the... Is it the wheel, the casino wheel with the, um, with the devil star on it? Yes, yes yeah. it did. Yeah, it's the little things. Yeah. It's the little, the little details that makes watching The Good Place such a good thing. Little Easter eggs. That might be meaningful. Tahani, do you remember? Well, he said my entire life was pointless and empty. Yeah, but did he say anything we don't already know? <laughs> <laughs> you know what the worst moment of Tahani's life was? When the last song played at one of her parties... And she would run off and cry because she still hadn't won her parents' approval. That was odd. A host never runs off during their last song. Because after it's over, you're supposed to act surprised when everyone drags you on stage and showers you with applause. <laughs> Maybe Michael wanted us to wait until the end of the party when everyone was at their most distracted. And use Derek to drive the train because he has some of Janet's powers. Janet! Hi. 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 Janet, yep. <laughs> we need you to go get Derek from your void. Okay. Shoot, where's my void again? I forget. Oh, yeah. It's everywhere. Okay, <laughs> hang on to your butt cheeks. Oh, you were busy. Ow. Oh, wait. I'm never gonna... There he is. Derek. Derek, we need you to drive this train and take us to Mindy St. Clair's house. Can you do that? <laughs> Derek. Wait. Nobody get on that train. Derek? Why not? <laughs> because of what Michael said to me. You thought you deserved a medium place? You're bad, Eleanor. This is exactly the place you should be. Derek. Michael wants us to stay here for some reason. <laughs> Eleanor, we have a train, a conductor, at a safe destination. I'm going to tell you the same thing I told Pippa Middleton right before we went paragliding into... Okay, so drunk Janet would totally hook up with Derek. Oh, yeah. That look, that hee-hee, uh, you know, she would regret it in the morning, but she would totally, you know, play the wind chimes. So, <laughs> something to consider here as we're starting to, almost wrapping this up. Mm -hmm. And, I don't know, maybe I'll save it till the end. I'll just save it till the end. Save it to the end. Yeah, okay. save it to the end. Save it for later. <laughs> Let's go. Oh. 
What's what I said? Guys, leap of faith. Michael said we shouldn't get on that train. Any minute now, those demons are going to come looking for us. Where are we supposed to hide? Oh, no. Now, when you the problem, did you secretly wish that it could be you who wound up under the trolley? Because all your students did. All aboard! The train is here. It's a train. Get on board. Actually, Derek, you're going to wait until the last song of the night. Derek. And when you do leave, you're going to be flying a solo mission. Oh, maximum Derek. <laughs> Derek had it off. And when the new train arrived, that, four of us crawled underneath before any of the drunk album titles. Oh, maximum, maximum Derek. Derek. <laughs> Derek should start a band. <laughs> what kind of... um? What Derek and the Dominoes. Well, yeah. Well... It would have to be a play. Uh, uh, I don't know, Derek and the wind chimes or something. There you go. Um, well, he's the wind chime player. Yep, yep. So, and he's the vocalist and the wind chime player. Indeed. And it's Maximum Derek. Yes. So. Yep. And he can open for Huey Lewis in the news. <laughs> <laughs> Derek. Derek. Or he can be the opener for Paula Mudd at the State Fair. There you go. <laughs> that kept us from being detected when Bad Janet scanned the neighborhood. He fooled those mofos like the chumps they are. <laughs> we got all four clues you left us. Oh, that's great. Well, I mean, I actually <laughs> left you more than 1,200 <laughs> clues because of how primitive your brains are. But I'm so glad you got enough to figure it out. <laughs> how did you escape detection, though? Well, I'm not ethically proud of this, but I framed Vicky. Pretty easy. I just kept whispering things into Janet's ear to make her paranoid. I'm sorry, what, what did you whisper to me? I don't remember. Something, something, Vicky. Something, something. <laughs> what did I whispering to you? Something, something, Vicky, something, something. Uh. And that made her try to take Janet's bracelets off, which framed her for the escape. <gasps> Guys, I, I want to apologize for roasting you earlier. I had to sell it because everyone was watching. It was funny though, right? Absolutely not. Was perfect. I mean, no. Guys, <laughs> let's just take a moment here. They're gone, which means that we won and might actually get a chance to go to the real good place. This is everything we ever wanted. Speaking of people getting what they want, I really hope Mindy liked the present we sent her. <laughs> Who are you? Derek. Thanks for helping us all those times we showed up. To repay you, here's a willing sex robot and two duffel bags full of cocaine. There are wind chimes where my ding-dong should be. <laughs> I can work with that. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. So. Uh, hang on, I gotta do the thing. So this is sort of like a, um, thinking this is like a heist film. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's like speaking of heist is another one of my favorite David Mamet films, oh, yeah. which has Gene, Gene Hackman. Hackman. But uh, going back to where uh, Ben and Ben and Matt, it's like Ocean's Eleven. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, we stole one hundred sixty-six million dollars from a vault in the bottom of Las Vegas, and here's how we did it: we put a. Um, Asian American in the <laughs> <laughs> yes, um, and, and the thing, and we did that. Uh, um, that's what it was like the last five minutes. It was like the reveals. 
So I had wanted to go back and find out what um, what all the graffiti was in on the walls because they don't. Um, let's see. Do they have it in this vulture article? Let's see. Okay. Oh no! Come on, give me the. That didn't give it to me. Um, so, what's your favorite Paul Mud song? <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Uh, and where your feelings starts, Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. <laughs> yeah. Also, yeah. Yeah. That gets <laughs> stars. Which, by the way, I think Huey Lewis is coming out with a new album. Is that right? Yeah, because he, um, he, I think after he played at Lost Lake, mm-hmm. like he had to cancel his tour because he had tinnitus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess he got his hearing back. Oh, good for him. So. Okay, so uh, last roll, tangent for the evening. Because rock and roll never forgets. I mean, how rock and roll still be in? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's only rock and roll and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still rock and roll to me. <laughs> Tip to be square. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Um, now, I have a soft spot for Huey Lewis in the news. Oh. Because of Back to the Future. Mm-hmm. The power of love. Yes. So, I know a lot of critical, critical types mm-hmm. uh, have a soft spot for Hollow Notes, especially the early stuff. Because it's the blue-eyed soul. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, My whole notes would be Huey Lewis in the news. Okay. Because um, it is like that. They do have the Nick Lowe connection. Right. Um, yes. They make solid songs. Mm-hmm. Um, again. There's nothing wrong with the no. good pop song. No. There's, there's absolutely nothing wrong with the good pop song. Like sports is a good album oh yeah not a dud from that album end to end that's a great album oh you remember those um i think it was back in like the late 80s Mm -hmm. back when they were goofing around with like cassettes um fisher price made a thing called pocket rockers i don't know if i remember that so pretty much it's it's a sort of like a walkman like a really small Walkman. And instead of your cassette, well, it's like a still a cassette, but it was like a square. Mm-hmm. And it pretty much only fit two songs on it. Okay. And you put it in there and you could play the songs. And I got one at like a Big Lots like a couple of years after they had breached their peak. Because oh, yeah. Because you do at Big Lots. Well, yeah. And yeah. Basically, if something gets discontinued or they made too many of them, you'll you'll be able to find it at Big Lots. Yeah, and the 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 ones that were included were, I think, Banana Rama. <laughs> wow, <laughs> and Hip to Be Square by Huey Lewis in the News. And what you could do with the cassettes after you were done playing them is you could wear them as a fashion accessory, <laughs> which I never did because <laughs> why? <laughs> and it'd never be anything like. Of course, it wouldn't be anything offensive because you're slang marking this to like 
eight to thirteen year olds. Right. So. All right. I am determined to find this. Uh, um, you could. Um, they did have a pretty good thing going. Like it was. It was probably eighty seven. I've um, I've been on a toy thing lately. Yeah. Um, like. Have you been? Have you watched that show on Netflix? The toys that made us. Yeah. Yeah. I started watching that, and then um, there was YouTube. There's a YouTube channel where a guy kind of just talks about good, you know, toys that were great. And he did one on Captain Power. Did you ever like Captain Power when you were a kid? Captain Power. No, for some reason, the only thing I'm thinking of is Captain Planet. Okay, so Captain Power was a TV was a TV show. Uh-huh. And I think, I don't know, so the toys came first and the TV show came second. But unlike um, unlike Transformers, where it was an advertisement for the toys, uh-huh. um, the TV show for Captain Power was to work with the toys. It was interactive. Okay. Um, you would buy these action figures, but the thing you would have to get is you'd have to get this... Um, like a spaceship that you could shoot at the TV. Oh. And for about three minutes during the show, there'd be, if there was a battle going on, you could shoot at and get points. And if you got shot back and you got hit, uh-huh. you lost points. Oh. And that's pretty much what it was. You'd be shooting at the TV and you'd be trying to get points. And Gotcha. But it only lasted for one season. But um, one of the writers on the show... Which show was like legit good. Like okay. it wasn't, um, of course, like it was legit for adults. Okay. And kids. Okay. I think one of the writers was J. Michael Straczynski. Oh. Who did like Babylon 5. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Like it was like, it had a pedigree. Huh. But like to get the toy that would work, it was 40 bucks. <laughs> and then, of course, it's, like children's television syndication. Mm-hmm. So it's like Sunday mornings. Gotcha. Like when Transformers used, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so no one would know when to watch it and no kid's going to get up at 8 30 on a Sunday morning. To yeah. Shoot a gun at a TV set. No. He's got well, church sure to go to. One or two. Yeah. <laughs> um, He's got to go church, Jared. <laughs> uh, I'm sure there were one or two. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess that I could see why that would be a bit of a flop Hmm. because of that. Well, I mean, and also like 40 bucks for a toy is not easily accessible. It's not like a $10 action figure. No. Well, the action figures were cheap. Gotcha. It was like the one, the one toy that would work. It was like the, the big Optimus Prime like you know when you when that had the 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 wagon and whatnot like the full semi that had the little mini robots that rolled out and all that yeah. sort of thing or like the cobra commander layer sure yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah all of those toys are worth more than anything that we could afford right now yeah i think when they said they adjusted it with inflation it would be like 70 bucks now oh yeah yeah wow so i it's um it's just one of those 
rabbit holes I went down the other day. I was just like, oh yeah, I like Captain Power. <laughs> I had that thing. Well, that's what, I mean, I was talking the other day about Freakazoid made me want to watch Freakazoid again. Oh. Just like briefly mentioning it. I think it's on that was, Hulu. That was a great show. Oh, I'll, I'll pull it. I think all of those are on there, right? Yeah. Animaniacs. Tiny and, Toons and yeah. Animaniacs and yeah. Pinky and the Brain. Pinky and the Brain. What are we uh, going to do tonight, Brian? <laughs> the same thing we do every night, Pinky. Take over the world. Plot to take over the world. That was Maurice Bender. Yes. Doing his Orson Welles. Um, that was a great episode. Oh, Maurice, of, um, not Maurice Bender, Maurice LaMarche. Ah, uh, man. I <laughs> called him Bender because of Futurama, which he was also in. Yes. Although it was Joe DiMaggio. <laughs> right? Isn't he also named Joe DiMaggio? Who's the voice actor? John, it's something, it sounds, it's something DiMaggio. Oh man, I haven't watched. Who played Bender. And it's not Joe DiMaggio. It can't be. It's not the baseball player name. It's very similar. Something DiMaggio. It's going to bug the hell out of me. But we're going to keep it to a tight episode here. Yeah. So. Tight like the plot. It's been, it's been great. It's been fun. Yeah. So. Thank you, Fork Buddies. Hashtag Messy Bench. Hashtag Egghead. <laughs> All right. Smell you later, Fork Buddies. Take it sleazy, Fork Buddies. <laughs>has been a Hoonwaddle production. If you enjoyed this podcast, why not check out one of our other fine podcasts available from hootandwaddle.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or any number of podcast apps. If you'd like to support Hootandwaddle and get access to an exclusive member-only podcast, receive discounts on merch, and more, go to patreon.com forward slash hootandwaddle.